Get it big, get it here. Listen to all your life mixes, live radio programs, and live entertaining and news package programs right here from GTR, Ghana Talks Radio. We bring you local news, business news, international sports and entertainment news right here on GTR. GTR. Good evening and welcome to the evening news on Ghana Talks Radio. Coming up, Galamse still exists. Let's all get on board to fight it, says President Ekofuado. Fresh injunction hits NDC's May 13 primaries and babies in Galamse areas are being born with one eye without genitalia, says pathologist. In other stories, Education Watch petitions Parliament over a drowning of nine peoples at Wajagbawe. This business spots and showbiz is coming in this evening's bulletin. The news will be read by Awintemi Akansukum. Now, the details. The president, Nanaid Danko Ekofuado, says despite massive success in the fight against Galamse, the practice still remains in existential threat. He says the fight against illegal mining can be won if all Ghanaians get involved, urging them not to rest until the menace is seized. Speaking at a natural resource stakeholders dialogue in Accra, the president said Galamse must be starved. Even though a lot has been achieved in this area between 2017 and 2021, illegal small-scale mining remains a challenge and continues to pose as a threat to our very survival. But we cannot rest while these illegalities still persist, President Akufuado noted. President Akufuado in July 2017 in a forum against illegal mining organized to get Ghana's chiefs involved in the fight against Galamse put his presidency on the line for the fight. He vowed to stop the menace even if he ends up losing the presidency. The story has been different as some stakeholders have lashed out at the president for reneging on his promise of fighting Galamse. Former chairman of the defunct Internal Ministerial Committee on Illegal Mining in a 37-page document accused government officials of engaging in Galamse or interfering in his work. With the presidency responding to the claim said the document is a catalogue of grievances of Professor Frimpong and could best be described as hearsay. Professor Frimpong said he still stands by his everything he said in the report. He also disclosed that he has formally communicated his willingness to honor an invitation by the office of the special prosecutor. Now, children born in areas prone to illegal mining suffer cognitive impairment and other deformities due to the high use of heavy metals used in gold extraction by Galamse operators. That is the observation of Professor Paul Poku Sampini Osei, Associate Professor, Department of Pathology, School of Medical Sciences, KMUSD, and Consultant Pathologist at the Konfuanochi Teaching Hospital, CAF. The first thing that affects these babies when they are affected by these toxins is cognitive impairment. Their brain do not respond to these normal things that we see, she said. Common metals used in the extraction of gold, including mercury, cyanide, and lead, 
are inhaled and ingested into the bloodstream of the miners and residents of mining communities. Children and infants can absorb up to 50% of these heavy metals when they inhale these substances or eat food contaminated by these heavy metals. Adults have the capacity to absorb 15 to 20% of the metals. The children's gastrointestinal tract has a very high infinity to all these metals, which includes lead, noted the pathologist. Professor Sampini Osei was contributing to a discussion on the impacts of illegal mining on health and security. According to him, there are instances and in some jurisdictions where babies are born with their legs forming around the chest, neck and stomach. Now in other stories, the presidential and parliamentary primaries of the opposition National Democratic Congress NDC may hit a snag again as a fresh injunction application has been slapped against the party. This comes a few hours after the redrawal of an earlier injunction application filed by one of its flag bearer hopefuls, Dr. Kopna Dufour. Parties sued are the NDC, its general secretary and the national chairman, as well as the electoral commission. Meanwhile, the media is yet to confirm if the party has been served with a new application. But the plaintiff, Edgar Asamoah-Boateng, says that the party has not been able to meet the enshrined constitutional deadline in its constitution for the 2024 general elections. He further averred, among other things, that the NDC itself has been given conflicting directives on the issuance of a register and is feeling the uncertainty surrounding the credibility of the impending elections. Mr. Boateng adds that reluctance of the party to provide a complete and credible photo album register ahead of time to the presidential and parliamentary candidate for verification smacks of a plan to create undue advantage for manipulation of the presidential and parliamentary primaries. On May 12, the Accra High Court was expected to sit on an application by the NDC over an injunction filed against its presidential and parliamentary primaries. The party wanted the court to hear the case today instead of Monday as its election is scheduled for tomorrow, Saturday, May 13. The Electoral Commission, which was supposed to supervise the election, washed its hands off the election due to the court case. But at the expected hearing, the court struck out the case as presidential aspirant Dr. Kobna Dufour, who filed the injunction over issues with the voters' album, reduced the injunction application. Now, education think tank Africa Education Watch Edward has petitioned Parliament's Education Committee to oversee that peoples within island communities are provided with life jackets. Africa Education Watch contends that the drowning of peoples when crossing rivers can be prevented if agencies and authorities are proactive to ensure that the right thing is done. This follows the drowning of nine children from Fana in the Wajak Bawe municipality in Accra. The nine children drowned Wednesday May 10 after a boat they were in capsized. Eight of the bodies were retrieved Wednesday, while the body of the ninth child was retrieved yesterday after a thorough search. Speaking to the media, Executive Director of Africa Education Watch, Kofi Asari, stressed that Parliament must wade into the issue. 
Africa Education Watch in a statement made to all lashed out at the Ghana Education Service following the drowning of nine children around Fana in the Gbawi municipality in Accra. Edu Watch said if the GES had acted on some recommendations it made earlier in the year, the situation might have been different. Edu Watch had appealed to GES to provide students who cross rivers to and from school with life jackets to save lives. Now in business, the International Monetary Fund IMF is optimistic Ghana's external creditors, particularly the Paris Club, will soon reach an agreement with the country on restructuring the country's external debt. This will pave the way for the fund's board approval of a program for Ghana with the anticipated timelines of May 2023. The approval would enable the country to secure a $3 billion extended credit facility ECF to boost its balance of payment. Responding to a question at a press conference, Julie Kozak, the Director of Communications at the IMF said, financing assurances from the financial bilateral creditors are necessary for presenting the program to the executive board. On December 12, 2022, the IMF reached a staff-level agreement with Ghana for a three-year program ECF for about $3 billion. The country has already successfully concluded a domestic debt exchange program which saw the participation of key stakeholders such as the Ghana Bakers Association, the Ghana Insurers Association and the Chamber of Corporate Trustees. The IMF loan program is part of a broader effort to support developing countries as they recover from the COVID-19 pandemic's impact. It is a testament to the critical role that international organizations play in supporting countries during difficult times and the need for global cooperation to tackle economic and social challenges. The Economist Intelligence Unit, EIU, and its 2023 country reports on Ghana warned that the International Monetary Fund Board approval for Ghana will be delayed owing to prolonged external debt restructuring negotiations given the involvement of multiple stakeholders in the process. The UK-based firm said it expects Ghana to secure restructuring agreements on its public external debt during 2023-2024 involving official and private creditors alike. This will include a combination of write-offs, maturity extensions and reductions in interest rates. Now in sport, the chairman of the Black Materials Management Committee, Frederick Echampong, says the national under-23 team must be ready to defeat any opponent at the under-23 AFCON and reach the aim of qualifying for the 2024 Olympics. Ghana has been drawn into Group A along with the host nation Morocco, Congo and Guinea for the tournament which runs from 24th June to 8th July 2023. The Black Meteors would be looking to book their sport in the Olympics men football tournament for the first time in 19 years. According to the CAF rules for the tournament, all players participating in the preliminary and final tournament shall be under the age of 23 years. The top three team of the under-23 AFCON shall qualify to the Olympic Games. Ghana will kick off her campaign at the 
under 23 AFCON against Congo on June 25 at the Prince Molay Abdella Stadium in Rabat before facing Morocco on June 27. Ibrahim Tanko's side is scheduled to play Guinea in their final group match on June 30 at the Ibin Batuta Stadium in Tangai. Egypt, Mali, Gabon and Niger are the teams in Group B. Now in showbiz, following their impressive wins at the 24th edition of the Vodafone Ghana Music Awards, Black Sharif and Wolasi visited the senior management of Vodafone Ghana to express their gratitude for the company's continued support of the Ghanaian music industry. Black Sharif, who was honored with the coveted Artist of the Year Award, also took home accolades for the most popular song of the year, collaboration of the year, the best hip-hop song of the year, and best music video. Reflecting on the impact of the award, Sharif stated after the show, I had friends reaching out to congratulate me and I realized how huge this was. I am so grateful for the support and recognition. His outstanding performance on the ninth reinforced his reputation as one of Ghana's most exciting rising talents. The Vodafone Green Award was bestowed on Wolasi, acknowledging his contribution to environmental awareness and sustainability. Wolasi, recognized for his tree planting initiative aimed at greening Dakuman and other parts of Accra, said Vodafone's recognition of his project will go a long way in spreading awareness for individuals to start planting trees across Ghana. Vodafone Ghana has lauded this initiative aligning with its commitment to promoting sustainable development and supporting environmental causes. For the past 12 years, Vodafone Ghana has been an integral partner of the Vodafone Ghana Music Awards, having a considerable impact on the growth of the Ghanaian music industry. Thanks to their backing, the VGMA have blossomed into one of Africa's most esteemed music award event, shining a global spotlight on the best of Ghanaian music. Patricia Obo Nai, CEO of Vodafone Ghana, reflected on the success of VGMAs and the role her company has played. She offered hearty congratulations to Black Sharif and Wolasi for their world-end awards and commended their dedication to their craft and positive community impact. The recognition of Black Sharif and Wolasi underscores the immense talent and creativity thriving in Ghana's music industry. Vodafone Ghana's sustained backing of the VGMAs, coupled with their support for sustainable development and environmental initiative, signifies their commitment to fostering a positive impact within Ghana and beyond. And that's it with the evening's bulletin here on Ghana Talks Radio. Do log on to www.ghanatalksradio.com for more of these stories and follow us, Ghana Talks Radio, on all social media platforms. You can as well download the GTR app from your App Store or Google Play to listen. The news was read by Awentemi Akansukum. I say thanks so much for making time. Have a good evening. Talks Radio, the best station rocking a nation.